Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding. Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola, you have a guest list manager wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm -hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Hey, guys. I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies. And we tangent. What's up, you guys? Hello. Welcome to that 70s show. Because I'm channeling <laughs> Donna's mom energy hard. I was going to say because of your hair. I, I got bangs. It. You can assume what you will about my mental state. Okay. No, you, I, I like it. Thanks. It looks very good. I've been dabbling with the idea of like a shag haircut. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so into those on everybody but me. Yeah. So. Well, that's what I was nervous about. Yeah. And today... Um, my best friend Amber, shout out Exodus <laughs> Salon and Barber Shop in Cleveland. I don't even know if that's the right name. So I, I know the name is. I just it's Sal- Salon and Barber Lounge is Lounge. We got it. Lounge Exodus Salon and Barber Lounge not sponsored. Anyway, go there. She <laughs> she shags you good. She get a good shagging. <laughs> oh my God, that should be their tagline. Get a good shagging. I've told Exodus you. Salon and Barber Lounge, get a good shagging. <laughs> we tried to do a middle part on me. Cher was like, trust me, you'll love it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I look like Lord Farquaad. <laughs> so I don't love when people <laughs> like, do it for me. claim that they look like Lord Farquaad when they don't look like Lord Farquaad. But <laughs> you're giving big Shrek energy. I really did. <laughs> yeah. I really did. I was yeah. like, oh, this is upsetting mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Yeah. And they're all me. I mean, <laughs> but you know what? I I think that if you like a middle part and you look good with a middle part, wear a middle part. Yeah. And if you don't, keep your hair the way that it's supposed to be, the way that God See, intended. <laughs> I, no, but honestly, I've never tried to part my hair. This is just the way it's always gone. Well, that's what I thought, too. Yeah. And so when I went down the middle, I was like really 
going through some shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this can't be worse than my life already. <laughs> and you know what? It was a little better. Yeah. And now I feel like I came into my my own yeah. with this new this new hair. Well, I like it. Thank I think you. it looks good. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um I will say that I've had some more unsettling thoughts. Oh, okay. I realize it's not so much like about the existence of things, <laughs> although <laughs> Oh, no. That does unsettle me. <laughs> um, just that we exist? Or just- yeah. Well, it's more so that um, I don't know where fabric comes from. Um, <laughs> what? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Where's fabric? Like, okay. Hold on. <laughs> Cotton, right? Yeah. For sure. Okay. How do they make it? Yes. That's a great question. You know what that is? That's algebra. Because you have cotton, okay? Okay. And then you have fabric. Sure. We're missing X. Yeah. We got to solve for X. How did we get there? How did we get there? Riddle me that, internet. There's going to be some kind of a big machine um, with a kind of spindle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like I'm thinking. What time period are we in right I, now? That's my point. Because like now Shane's like, well, they have automated machines. And I'm like, okay, well, fabric was not invented now. Yeah. How'd they do it in the, in the olden days? Yes. We need with you patterns? guys from 1800s. Please message us. <laughs> yeah. With patterns and stuff? Yeah. Like intricate patterns? How did you get that? I'll tell you, as somebody who crochets with just like sh- thread. How well, do you get thread? Fucking alpacas? <laughs> or you just peel it off of them? Yes. <laughs> you, sh- you shave them. But it doesn't come off in string. No, and then you gotta... Have... How do you make a string? That's a great question. You know what else is I don't get? Where do bricks come from? Clay. (laughs) It's got to be clay. Someone's carving bricks out of clay? It just has to be. They're all very uniform. (laughs) Sure. Well, there's ovens that are happening. There's got to be ovens. Oh, so you're telling me it's like bread. (laughs) They take the clay. Yes. They put it in a bread pan. It it probably has a mold. (laughs) And... uh, yeah, dude, there's like a brick place. Remember near us, there's like a big brick place? I'm not going to name it. But but it's made of bricks. So who, where'd the first brick come from if they didn't have the thing to make the bricks? I think somebody accidentally made a brick with clay one time. And they're <laughs> just like, oh my God, this hardened so well. So much of life is just an accident. Yeah, honestly. I'm going to use these to build my house. You keep using mud. <laughs> yeah, well, what's the difference? You just made it square mud? No, the difference is you put you made it hot. <laughs> Hot mud. You made a hot clay mud, and then you you put it on top of each other. Oh, but well, you have to. What's that white mortar. shit that, that you put in between it? Yeah, you mortared it. You got to mortar it. Brick and mortar. That's why I know what that is. Okay, I'm hmm. loving that. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I'm glad that. I'm glad you. Took, you know what? I don't understand hmm. money. <laughs> Me neither. What the fuck? I don't know. Stocks stocks bitcoin everyone's like you got to get your money in bitcoin and i'm like isn't that just a made-up thing are we just changing currency all made up i think they're all made up and then they're like paper and then they're like things are rising and i was like really i just feel like one guy's behind it that's like sure this will go up and then this will go none of it makes sense to me no 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 and i get overwhelmed um we you know what? We should have another mansplaining episode because I have some questions about inflation. And Corey knows about stocks because tr- when that whole stock uh, market crashed. But if, crash it's a re- if he is going to really explain it to me, I'm going to yeah, get I bored don't and care. not care. <laughs> I don't care. No, I don't care at all. And I, we already decided that he's never allowed <laughs> <laughs> He 
That's true. That's a true fact statement. <laughs> so that was a decision that I made and I made alone. <laughs> and I stand behind it. Cheers to that. I meant to ask you this last week as well. Okay. Um, someone brought it to my attention. There was a TikTok about this. And if there's a TikTok about it, I would like to talk about it. Okay. Um, I saw this TikTok. These two people were discussing a um, opposite sides of something. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, where are you? I'm lost. <laughs> Carmen San Diego. Okay. Um, and I, I watched them debate this topic and I was like, what? I didn't understand. I didn't realize this was a, a question. Okay. Wiping. Mm. What do you do on the count of three? Sit or stand? What? One, two, three, <laughs> sit. Stand. <laughs> okay, what? You stand up? I it, stand up. What if it drips on your leg? I'm sorry, how wet are your shits? <laughs> I'm at pee. <laughs> First of also, all, my shits are so wet. They're basically water. That's why we've. T- it's a problem. Are you still peeing when you stand up? <laughs> like, why would it be dripping? And I'm standing over the toilet wow. still. <laughs> I feel like I don't it know. has gone down my leg. I'll be honest. <laughs> See, I have like a ghost bladder where I'll be done and then I'll go to stand up and it's like a couple driplets more. <laughs> Shane says Freeze. that's a thing with guys. Yeah, they keep a little like- bit on reserve. Like dogs <laughs> to mark their territory. Purpose? I don't know. I do know it gets inside their boxers. I live with two men and I do both of their underpants. <laughs> <laughs> and I just see little pee driplets yeah. all over the front. Of, and like, I'm like, hey guys, hey, um, wiping doesn't just have to be for me. Mm. Stop getting piss all over yourself. Yeah. Um, so so you sit? I sit. Um, and I do a good um, front to back seat. <laughs> Front to backsies. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, how do you do that? You reach all the way around. I got a real fear I about getting front. my knuckles in the water. <laughs> I do. I can't, I can't dent all the way. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. If you stand up, do your ass cheeks not clench together? <laughs> what am I doing when I'm standing? Clenching? I no, just I just you keep it straight up. I just so keep it like loose. a heavy squat. N- no, I stand. <laughs> <laughs> but if, okay, if you're at my uh, cheeks close immediately when I stand. Immediately. You just like thrust forward and they just like clap? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Every time I stand, they clap. It's I weird. need to be able to see if I'm missing something and where it's at. That's what mirrors are. <laughs> yeah, but I can't put a mirror in the. How do you see? Mirrored toilets. Wait a minute. Be how a do you solution. see? How do I see what? The toilet paper? Is that what you're talking about? I turn and I look at my ass cheeks. <laughs> 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 is the shit like splattering on your ass cheeks? No, no, no. No, so but you can't see in your crack. <laughs> sometimes when you wipe seas though, you <laughs> you get it all over <laughs> because you're standing. Yeah, see. I, I just, do a good front to back, then a good front to back again, then one front forward but never touching the poop. <laughs> Then I do a quick side to side. Side to side? Yeah, I just do a real quick... What? Yeah, I have to make sure that what I was doing front to back... What would that do that front to back wasn't doing? 
Well, when I go front to back, they might, you know, it might <laughs> go up the sides. Mm, sometimes I I have to <laughs> do them separate. What? I, I just give attention to the front and then I give attention to the back. That's what you have but to I do. But I start with the back. Yeah. Oh, I start with the front. Well, I, st- I start, get the back cleaned up. <laughs> And then I, I once I feel pretty confident that I'm not going to transfer anything from the back to the front, then I deal with the front. Separate toilet paper, of course. Right. <laughs> Separate toilets. Yes. I have a poop <laughs> toilet and a pee toilet. I have to switch my toilets real quick while yeah. I'm just picturing walking with waddling. Oh, my gosh. For sure. Oh, that's anyway, very funny. So Why don't we do bidets? I don't know. What a dumb American thing that we do. Hey, um, we're those like, of you... Mm, Shooting water into my ass is weird. It's a luxury. <laughs> we are, are obviously our top um, country is the U.S. But our next four: are Canada, U.K., um, Australia? Australia, and oh my god, I'm so sorry. Whoever the fourth person is, <laughs> oh man. Anyway, whoever you are, <laughs> yeah. Do you guys use bidets? I've heard nothing but good things about bidets. Yeah. You, uh, what? However, do you guys have a blow dry option after? <laughs> How long? Because then well, I feel like I'd still have would, to wipe. Is that when you would use the wipe, but more like a dab? But then it's like I felt like bidets were supposed to be so you didn't waste so much toilet paper. Oh, I thought it was just to make it so really you, clean. Yeah, and we're like, no, I like to guess. Yeah, I want to. I'm not guessing because I can see. Yeah, I'm talking about mostly because I'm looking because the I'm other standing. two people that live with me. <laughs> Whose uh, underwear I do with. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, hey, friend. That's why he can't come back on the podcast, because you just told everyone he's got poopy pants. <laughs> well, I met Noah. <laughs> oh. But, yeah. But, you know, yeah. sometimes. Uh-huh. We've all been there. But yeah. not us. <laughs> no, I just shit the whole pants. Yeah. <laughs> Toss them out. Um, Noah said the other day, we were leaving, we um, went and got... It was my first time that I've been to a buffet, and I was very scared. Mm. But they were, like, very clean. What buffet? The Chinese one. Oh, okay. We get it delivered. Yeah, and nobody was like, nobody was there. So yeah. I was like, oh, I feel so safe here, actually. Yeah. And it was like, they give you gloves to go up wow. and masks. Yeah, and everything is, like, super wiped down, wow. and they're changing it constantly. So I was like, okay. This is going to be fascinating to listen to. In a I year. know, and they're like, "What are you? Why?" Yeah. So well, we they'll were... remember a year from now. Yeah, <laughs> they're not going to men in black us and erase our memories. I of, wish they would. The pandemic. Um, but as we were leaving, I was like, "Oh my gosh, no, we got to go," because I still didn't want to use public restrooms. Yeah. So I was like, I just drank so much pop or tea or whatever yeah. I had, and we ate a lot. I need to go to the bathroom like quickly. I was like, come on, I'm going to pee my pants. And he goes, <laughs> it's just that sentence. Mommy's got to go pee pee. Let's go. <laughs> I'm going to pee in my panties. <laughs> I would never say panties. <laughs> but as I was, we were going, he stopped me then. And he was like, it's okay if you pee your pants. Everybody has accidents sometimes. And it doesn't change who you are as a person. <laughs> and I was like, listen, Gandhi, not the fucking dog. <laughs> I appreciate it, but... <laughs> but it is really cold outside. And I'm yeah. not trying to ride home with pee pants. Yeah. So let's go. But I thought it was a beautiful thing. It was he had a poop but... accident the other day. Oh. He was sick. And he had yeah. a little... He was like, Mom, I went to the bathroom. <laughs> and I thought that I just farted, but it was all over my pants. And I was like, been there. <laughs> Not going to be the last time, bucko. <laughs> yes. Don't you worry. 
So so ever since then, he's had a new lease on life that like, oh. hey, if I could do it, it doesn't make me a bad person. Not at all. So mm-hmm. you can too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's more common than he realizes. We got a lot of people talking about it on the IBS TikTok. It's beautiful. What yeah. a beautiful thing that we've done for the world. <laughs> Everybody I'm so, proud. I'm so proud of us. Yeah, me too. Um, so this week we are talking about something that a lot of people have sent to us. Yeah. Um, feral people. Fair, well, I ha- I hate to disappoint. Yeah. I'm not centering too much on that because basically it, the, the whole feral people thing was just like people on TikTok were like, there's feral people that are ki- kidnapping people. Yeah. And I so was like, is this us like debunking that? Well, kind of, because... Uh, then I was like, okay, and somebody gave me documentaries to watch. Yeah. I looked at a bunch of like Reddit threads. That's basically, but none of them were like legit. You know what this feels like? What is conspiracy theories being fun again? Yeah. Oh, let's do that. Yeah. Let's bring that back. So what I'm going to give to you is a couple of um, disappearances in mm-hmm. our nation's. I want to say wild. Water parks, but that's not right. Our wild, wild parks. <laughs> Our nation's national parks. That's, yeah. Maybe that's because it's Our nation's weird. parks? <laughs> you were like, that doesn't sound right. No, because, you know. Um, in our national parks. In our national parks. Mm-hmm. And I'll let you guys draw the conclusions. So this is kind of like a tangents in true crime, but it's yes. tangents in... It, kind of true crime um, yeah. Disappearances. I'll tell you. Conspiracies and tangents. That doesn't just flow as <laughs> no, well. No, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and conspiracies. <laughs> no. Um, what was upsetting was they gave me a, a documentary to watch. It was Sorry, called... I just imagined what ladies and conspiracies would look like, and I don't want to be in that group. <laughs> me neither. Oh, my God. Not at all. Nope. Okay, anyway. It's so far away from where I want to be, <laughs> yeah. especially now. But... Yeah. Um, the first one you guys told me to watch was called Missing 411, okay? And I just looked it up, and there was two options. It was, like, Missing 411 and then Missing 411, The Hunted. Is 411 info? Yes. Missing information. Wow. Yeah. What a clever title. Right? Mm-hmm. Apparently, this man has a bunch of books, too. But I w- I once so it's the same guy who has this yes, both documentaries? he did both. Okay. And so I'm like, I'm going to watch the first one because it came out first, and, I, you know, I'll watch them both. Mistake. Because Do we f- know his credentials? He's just a man who really got fascinated with this. You know what? I Okay, so I believe his name is Daniel Paulides. Anyways. Pronunciation questionable. Yeah. Paul and then I-D. Yes. yes. Yeah. So you draw your own conclusions. The eyes of Paul. Um, so the first one that I watched was very upsetting because it was all about children. And, like, the oldest child was, like, 10. Oh, yeah. And most of them were, like, two- and three-year-olds. Yep. So I was like, well, we're not going to talk about those at all. Yeah. Except I might draw a little bit of conclusions. I'm not going to tell their stories in depth like I will these ones. Uh Uh-huh. But there were some things that were the same that are interesting. I might say them. Overlapping. Yeah. The second one, The Hunted, was all about hunters that go missing. And oh. that to me feels more. First of all, I feel like it's you're less likely to be like taken by a, a mountain lion or a cat, a big cat or yeah, something, because you have a weapon. Yeah, that and um, there usually are more like they know if they're in the woods, they've probably been there. They're familiar. The yes, like they know how to track things. They are have you allowed weapons. to hunt in our national parks? Yeah, 
That's scary. You have to have licenses, like a lot. Yeah, I mean, there's certain areas where yeah. you can. And I don't know if it's like national parks or like the areas around the national oh, parks. Like the yeah. one, one of these happens in the Crazies, which is like a northern part of the Rocky Mountains. So see, that's it. Gets sketchy to me whenever they start doing geographical like um, edging. Yeah, <laughs> what's it called? Like marking, like where one place ends and one yeah, yeah, starts. yeah, yeah. I think it's just geographical edging. <laughs> I don't think it's called geographical edging. Speaking of geographical edging, I just keep picturing that one um, part in Orange is the New Black whenever he's talking about edging. <laughs> anyway. The brother? Yes. But someone, whenever we were going off about the continents... I think that was in um oh, well, that this, was so long ago. The St. Patrick's Day episode. Yeah. Um uh he someone commented or messaged us and was like, actually, there's only six continents. Eurasia? Because Europe and Asia is one continent. Get they just, the fuck out. I know. <laughs> I've never first of all, who was just like, That's you know what? Also we another need? upsetting thing to think about. <laughs> you know what we need? Let's make Asia a little bit bigger. <laughs> yeah. And just add a whole nother continent. And you know what? Russia's gonna be in both. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Because remember that was so upsetting for us. Tricky that we didn't business. Know which one? Yeah. It's all the, all of, all the above. Tricky anyway, business indeed. Yeah. That's what that's where it gets weird. Is like, oh, this is the national park, but like you step one foot out of this imaginary line, and they're like, no more free game. Right. Because <clears throat> I think like these aren't specifically in the like Yellowstone National Park, because those areas are protected so that wildlife can get whatever. But the area surrounding them, I think, is where we're talking about. Could you imagine an elk on one side of the line just, like, flipping <laughs> off a hunter on the other side? Like, sorry, bitch. I don't fucking bitch. think so. <laughs> I'm on this side of the geographical edging. <laughs> First of all, hunting in general, when I was watching this, it makes me so anxious. So yeah. kudos to anybody who could do it. First of all, I have absolutely zero patience. Mm. I can, They're like, I just sit in silence and stare at nature for 12 <laughs> hours. Fucking Why? <laughs> It's peaceful. I'm like, uh, me alone with my own thoughts for that long? A fucking nightmare. Absolutely not. Peaceful for who? Not for me. (laughs) No. I just feel like... Oh my God. How long do you think you could last with your own thoughts in the middle of the woods? No. I give it 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Kudos to anyone who can be alone with themselves. (laughs) (laughs) That says a lot about us. Uh, We're laughing so we don't cry. Don't yell at me, TikTokers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This isn't even on TikTok yet. I know, but you never know. <laughs> we do know. We oh. put it up. <laughs> I'll put it up. I know. That's what scares me. <laughs> and I'm like, great. Now the freaking 15-year-olds are yelling at me again <laughs> for something I joked about. Great. Oh, now I can't go in the woods <laughs> ever again. <laughs> they have people showing up to my house to make sure I'm Okay. <laughs> Again, <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> okay. Anyway, now tell me why I really don't want to go in the woods. Yeah, so th- here's the thing. I needed to get these giggles out of the way because this is going to be upsetting. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so look out. Okay. First of all, what I want to say is there are a list of things that are all kind of um, happening in all of these. Mm-hmm. Not all of them, but like a majority of these happen in each of these cases, okay? okay? There's a point of separation where who they came with, they get separated from, and then they're never seen mm-hmm. again. Or their body's found later. 
Um, the time of disappearance is usually the same. It's usually around when it starts to get dark. Mm-hmm. That's dusk, right? Yeah, that <laughs> is dusk. Great. Correct. I wrote dusk and then I second guess. I'm myself. like getting anxious just because I'm a photographer and that's like... Where you go? Yeah, and the time that I would be there. Ooh, well, don't separate ever. Mm. Boulder fields. So like I didn't know those were a thing. <laughs> boulder fields? But apparently fields of boulders. <laughs> Feels the boulders. <laughs> Isn't that a song? I fucking don't know. Hmm. If you guys know the song or know the actual <laughs> song and know that it's not Field of Boulders. Feels the boulders. We love to be corrected hmm. or told what we're doing wrong. I'm going to think about it until someone tells me. So please, if, if that rang any bell for you, please tell me. Yeah. It sounds like a jingle for like a target. Feels the boulder. No, it's a, it's a, it's a old. Boulders? <laughs> It's um, it's a definitely something that gives me Stevie like Nicks vibes. It's probably because I look like Stevie Nicks right now. <laughs> so anyway, okay. It's usually near water, a creek, lake, something. So water's near the boulder field. Yeah, sure. <laughs> one, well, one, it sometimes it's one not the each? same. Oh, okay, okay, okay. There's usually a weather event of some kind, like mm. um, heavy rain, snowfall that disrupts. The you know, the person usually has a disability of some kind or an illness who disappears. This is all very specific. I know. Um, canines can't track or lose their track of the person. Wow, that's bizarre. Yeah, the body is usually found in an area that was already previously searched. That is the creepiest part to me, and that happens multiple times in these documentaries. If you want to watch both of them, ew. Yeah. Um, there's missing clothing. There's an unknown cause of death. Like nine times out of ten, they can't say why or how they died. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and there's geographical clustering. So we'll talk about one in specific, which is the Santa Fe cluster. But these are like an area, a red, like a hot spot where like a bunch of these disappearances are happening. Hmm. And there's a bunch of them all over the U.S. Creepy. Okay, oh, is this no. going to be one of those situations where we should tell people now? Oh, maybe if you're alone in your car, <laughs> maybe get somewhere and then listen. <laughs> yeah, put on a put on the dream episode or something. Just not like I don't know, not this one. Yeah, uh, the the congressman one. Um, yeah, especially if we get to towards the end, or if you have the luxury of being able to turn on a funny television show. Afterwards, yeah. Oh, this would definitely not be one that you fall asleep to. (laughs) No, uh -uh. especially towards the end. I have some things I want to play, and you don't want to be asleep when you hear it. Um, yeah, yeah. This might be a good time to let you guys know that we have a sponsor. If you need something to relax you, I swear to God, there is nothing more calming than this woman's voice. Yeah. Work in progress with Sophia Bush. Mm -hmm. She is very similar to us in the way that she talks about literally anything. She's talked about COVID. She's talked about racial injustice. Basically, there's nothing off limits for her. She's had a variety of guests, too. Yeah, lots of powerful, influential people coming Mm -hmm. on to her podcast to talk about their life experiences or their specialties in different things. They just started a new season. One of the episodes that we were really excited about was with Hillary Clinton. Very cool. Season two opener. Our grandma, she was battling pancreatic cancer and she said, you know, I want to live to see Hillary Clinton win the presidency. Mm -hmm. So hearing Hillary Clinton speak 
was just the coolest thing. And her and Sophia Bush had this really amazing rapport. It's like listening to friends. It's very similar. And it was amazing to learn about her childhood. I didn't realize so many of the things that like she went to an all girls school and just it's different. We talk about feminism all the time. Hearing like a pioneer of yes. feminism speak about those times yes. was incredible. Yeah. We really encourage you guys to check out Work in Progress with Sophia Bush. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you're listening to your podcast. And you can also listen to episodes ad-free if you start your free trial of Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Cool. So Very nice. Yeah. Okay. Now back to the scary scary. I am obsessed with clothes. Oh, yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing Newly with our audience because Newly is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in but are like going to make your bank cry. Mm -hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing Mm -hmm. because a lot of places may not have options for everyone. And this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like, or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, "Ah, I don't think that's for me, but there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code tangents 20 just go to n-u-u-l-y.com that's newly with two u's and enter the code tangents 20 and sign up to get 20 dollars off your first month that's n-u-u-l-y.com newly with two u's with code tangents 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes Do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them or afford them? Try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Honestly, a lot of times you make that appointment at your appointment you already have. I don't know when I'm going to schedule my breakdown. I don't know when I'm going to need to talk to somebody. And with Talkspace, it's so nice because you can send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Talkspace therapists can help with any specific challenges that you might be facing. And it's the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, so much more. Plus, therapy can help you find the tools to cope in difficult times and just be a guiding light. So like maybe you're not going through something really intense, but you just have like, I don't know, a work issue or... Or something going on with a friend of yours that you just need an outsider's perspective. And Talkspace is amazing for that. They also are in network with most major insurers. So check in on that. Yeah, absolutely. If you got it. Plus, as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Tangents, promo code SPACE80. 
Ladies and Tangents is sponsored by Claritin. Luckily for those that live with symptoms of allergies, you can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I will tell you, it's so funny because in my household, Corey recently was like, I think I'm getting a cold. I'm getting a cold. I'm getting another cold. I'm like, hey, babe, I think you have allergies. Mm -hmm. I think maybe you just need to pop one of these pills. And guess what? All of his symptoms went away. I'm like, "Mm, I don't think it's a virus. I think it's just weeds. (laughs) And I also know that whenever I go to Sierra's house, my allergies kick into place because of a certain pet. (laughs) So true. And thankfully, I'm able to enjoy all my time there. Now, just after I take a little Claritin D, clears me right up. All my (laughs) symptoms are just like, what cat? (laughs) Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Get non-drowsy relief for allergy symptoms with Claritin D. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful release is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Spring vibes are in the air, and when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming around your house, you probably want to smell them and not your litter box. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Pretty Litter, you can. Seriously, nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. And I'm serious when I say that the, whatever magic is in those crystals, I cannot smell anytime. My cat will literally poop right next to me, and I don't realize that she did it until I hear her litter box start going. It's lightweight, low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals also change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat, like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, and so much more. Which is super helpful since cats can't talk, and that's important information to have. (laughs) So true. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. I know, because whenever I go over to Sierra's, it's there. (laughs) have some seriously but it's so nice because I don't have to change it as much as normal but I still have some on deck then whenever I do need it and you won't run out and you don't have to go to the store and carry around a giant thing of litter go to prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy that's prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy prettylitter.com slash tangents terms and conditions apply see site for details What is the most important thing to you when it comes to menstrual care? Um, I would say probably not having to worry about leaking, going about Mm. my day, and not worrying about having to run to the bathroom when you feel that, oh, what's what's going on? Uh, I think I'd agree. Yeah. And that's why we're excited to tell you about Flex. If you want a period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle, and the planet, you've got to try Flex. There's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time-use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. It's not a cup, and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any period product you've ever seen before. One Flex Disc can be worn for up to 12 hours, and it holds as much flow as three super tampons. Plus, you can wear it for mess-free period sex. Yes, my white sheets... (laughs) Love that for me. (laughs) Flex discs also create 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons. So 
They are planet friendly. And if you want to go with zero waste and have the planet love you even more, you can pick up the Flex Cup, a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy. You already know how to use it and you won't lose it. Yes, which is very important. It's also disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. So when I say like this is easier to use than tampons, I really truly believe that. Well, this beginner is grateful for that. (laughs) Yes. It's also velvety soft and completely body safe and it lasts for years. So say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash tangents and use code tangents for 20% off flex disc starter kits. Or 10% off your first flex cup. Plus, you get free U.S. shipping. That's code tangents at flexflexfits.com slash tangents. All right. Bummer town. <laughs> All aboard the train to Bummer town. <laughs> I'm going to start off with a man. How I'm just kind of going along with what they do in the documentary. So if you want to watch that first, please go ahead. Um, they do it a lot better than I'm going to probably, but I'll try to hit all these points. All right, so we're going to start with Thomas Messick. Okay. Look at my notes, handwritten. I write like a four-year-old. In a journal, like an elementary <laughs> like, journal. This is literally, and it's so sticky. <laughs> this is Noah's. I was like a paper. I need paper. Whoa, excuse you. <laughs> okay. So this man, he was an 82-year-old ex-paratrooper. Um, he was super, even though 82 years old, this man was like so outdoorsy, went hunting all the time. Yeah. He lost an eye. Yeah. Paratrooping? Uh, no. I think this, they <laughs> said there was a uh, an accident in when he was in like his 20s maybe. But he used so he to tell he lost his people, eye for that long? It was a long time. Wow. And he was not very good at hearing. He had, he wore <laughs> hearing aids. Yes. So again, this goes with the disability and things. Yeah. Um, but his kids would say... I guess that he, like, they had, like, a little camp area, and he they would teach the kids, like, about hunting and things like that. He was super into gun safety, so he would always tell them, like, this is what happens if you're yeah. not safe with guns. Right. So, um, I don't... Nothing like a good old threat. <laughs> Be careful. Hey, man, yeah. if it works, gun safety is so important. Yeah. Oh, my God. So he was always fishing or hunting. He always went out with his kids. He would always go. um, There was like two or three of his like older buddies and their kids. They would all go together. So on November 15th, 15th, 2015, him and some friends and their sons all went hunting in the woods together south of Brant Lake in New York State. The plan. So, okay, they go in these woods and the plan is it's like a little quadrant like Mm -hmm. this. The older guys are all, like, spaced out here on this little L shape. Yeah. And their plan is to walk straight in. Okay. And then just kind of wait. And then the younger guys are going to go up along this area, and they're going to come in from the side to kind of try to push the deer towards these older gentlemen. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Which I thought was so cute. I was like, oh, they're not even hunting. They're just like, we're going to help you. Kind of like a sheepdog. Yes. <laughs> and so they all had like orange stuff on so they wouldn't accidentally shoot each other because yeah. I was so scared. I was yeah. like, what the hell? Um, so as they do that, they get to the point where they're supposed to meet up and Tom is gone. They can't find him. So um, 
his gun and walkie-talkie are also gone as well. They do the walkie-talkie. Nobody can get a hold of him. Um, his wife said, as an experienced hunter, if he would have gotten lost in the woods, he would have ripped a piece of his clothing off and like tied it on the trees so that mm, someone who yeah. was searching for him would find him. Yeah. <clears throat> they couldn't find anything. No scraps of clothing. Nothing. Right. He was... And I believe if his wife knew that he would do that, then that was something he actively spoke about. Because there's no (laughs) way in hell. (laughs) No, no way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, If Shane got lost in the woods, and he likes to talk about being a Boy Scout, if he got lost in the woods, I'd be like, best wishes. I don't know where to find him. I don't know where he's at. No. Yeah. She knew. Well, they had, this was like a family thing that they had all done for so long. And so his son was there too. And they were all like. He, this is not like him. He is not somebody who just gets lost in the woods. Right. And if he does, he would figure it out. He, he knows would what to send do. up a gunshot. Like yeah. there are things that they would Signaling. do. Yes. Um, and if it would have been an animal attack or something, why were none of his things yeah, found? Yeah, the animal anywhere? wouldn't like toss it over its shoulder and then also carry the gun. Take everything with yeah. it. Yeah. So they call search and rescue. Search and rescue comes. They search for him for days. And on the fourth day, the FBI shows up, which is weird because they don't show up a lot for just like disappearing. Missing persons. Yeah. Yeah. They never explained in the documentary. They said they've reached out to the FBI. The FBI has never talked about why they were there. imagine the FBI being like, oh, yeah, for sure. Let me just open up to you about this secret (laughs) stuff that we're in charge of. Right. So you guys are thinking feral people. I'm thinking aliens. (gasps) That was the first thing I thought. Oh. I was like, this isn't. How how else do you just vanish like that? Yeah. So when they. I like your theory. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So when they set up these, they have like coordinates and they have people like stretched arm to arm. Yes. Walking beside each other. And then they put strings on the parts that they did. And then they go another one and they did it this way and then diagonally. I mean, they searched everywhere you could search. Didn't find anything. Nothing even belonging to him. They had dogs there. They had over 300 professionals and volunteers. They had divers in the lake area. Yeah. Nothing. He was never found. So, um, oh, and helicopters, I forgot. Several. They never found any trace of him. Wow. The weirdest part is that a friend of his later told his son, who they interviewed in this documentary, that he heard a very loud, strange snapping sound um, right around the time that he would have gone missing. And uh, he said it was a loud snapping sound that sounded almost like a trap closing. (gasps) Oh! Isn't that fucking creepy? When Ew. oh, I know I had huge goosebumps. Ew. Yeah. So there's Tom. <laughs> so that could have been for an animal, but yeah, but they but never also, found any animals in any traps right. or anything. They never found any blood. They never found tracks. I mean, they had dogs out there yeah. that are supposed yeah. to be tracking you. Nothing. Yeah. So the next thing I'm going to do is three kind of in a row because this is a part of the Santa Fe cluster. Gotcha. So this is like three that happened all very, very close to each other and right. within kind of the same timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, is hers first? I want to do it in order. No, so I'll do Melvin's first. Okay. Melvin Nadell or Nadel, uh, he was, it, this is September 6, 2009. He's 61 years old. He went up to Elk Mountain near Santa Fe to camp and hunt with two of his friends. Um, and then he had a knee injury from something that happened a couple of days prior. So 
his friends are like planning to go up the mountain kind of and hike and like track the deer. And he's like, I'm just going to go this way and like set up a blind and kind of wait for them to come to me. And if they don't, fuck it. And his wife was like, he was not a big person on walking a lot of distances anyways. So that's kind of whatever. So his friends go up hiking on foot. Um, And then around dusk time, it starts to get dark. They were all supposed to meet back up at their Jeep, which was down at the like camping area. So they get down and... Nobody can find Melvin anywhere. They go and check his blind. He's gone. Mm-hmm. He had a GPS in his car that he never took with him. Yes. What a missed opportunity. I know. But even then, would it work? I don't I know. I don't know. Not if it's aliens, probably. I know. Mm. So um, he had that. He had, I think, a bow and a firearm on him. So again, if it was an animal attack... He's I a- thought you just said he had a boat and a firearm, and I was like, a boat? <laughs> He's just cruising along. Yeah. No. So they call search and rescue because it's starting to get dark, and mm-hmm. they're getting worried. And they come out. They have the, the dogs. The dogs track the scent from the Jeep all the way to the blind where he was, and then it's gone. His scent is gone. So they're like, is no one else saying aliens? I know they never say it in the thing. But the whole time I was like, fucking hello. aliens!" Am I wrong? (laughs) FBI. I've solved the case. (laughs) They're like, we already know. As as soon as FBI was involved, I was like, that's fucking aliens. (laughs) Why else would they be there? Daniel, didn't you put that together? (laughs) Come on. Um, So, yeah, none of his clothing was found. And they searched for about six days. And then they called off the search, and they've never found him. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's very sad. Both of these Six people, days they called off the search? I think that was, like, the the big search. But, like, they had, with all of these, they always have, like, a big group of people searching uh-huh. for about a week. And then, like, they'll have, like, stragglers here and there that search for, like, That's hard. Yeah. Like, with Thomas. Yeah. That, um, could you imagine family, being the person to be like, all right, well, we did our best. I, his, his wife said... It's so sad because they've been together for so long. And she was like, on the 11th day, I looked at my son and I was like, you have to take me home. It was Thanksgiving. <gasps> I know. And she's mm-hmm. like, you have to take me home. We have to we have to get on with our lives. We've pretty much done everything we can. here." Yeah. And I mean, that is I literally can't even think about how what a decision that would be. My brain is making jokes right now. I need you to know. My brain is like <laughs> That's what I do picturing do. <laughs> Thomas playing hide and seek and be like, guys, you almost caught me. You silly. Like, Come on. Don't give up. That's because it's too don't be quitters. Painful. Do you know, know what was yeah. the worst part of that part? <sighs> oh, it's gonna what? get she was like points and she's like, You see that dog? He gets up and he sits in the window every day and he waits <gasps> for Tom to come home. Every day, and the dog no. just. I I'm sorry, I had to. Dogs like waiting, waiting for, for their, their owners, owners that are or like laying at their grave sites. Like, oh my god! I literally can't even think about it. Yeah, but then I also don't want to think about my dogs dying. But I'm like, which one is sadder? Well, <laughs> me dying yeah. before my dogs, or my dogs dying before me? Well, the realization is like a. I was walking Mosby the other day and I was like, oh my God, he's already almost six. Like he's about like either halfway or a third of the way through his life. I don't know your life. I don't know how long. <laughs> I don't know what you're expected to see his <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure. You're kind of a mid-sized dog, so there, it really could be either one. <laughs> That's really sad. I know. Mine are small dogs, but they're also like half and half things. 
half dog, half cat, <laughs> much like us. Yes. Um, no, they're like a poodle mix with yeah, something yeah, yeah. else. So they always say they're that half those... and half. <laughs> That's I call them old half and half. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm just worried they're gonna get like teeth problems or something. Yeah. What? What? Take get dogs expensive, out? and now you have yeah. to make a choice. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you were cute when you were free. No, I'm just They've oh never been free. Oh my god, they're my free dog bills. was the most expensive dog I've ever had. No, I've yeah, they're so expensive. Yeah, she ate. I think I told that story that she you ate did. a pair of my underwear because I wish swallowed it, swallowed it whole. I just we just locked eyes and I stared at her like, why did you do that? Why did you swallow all of my underwear? And then she just kept vomiting all day because yep. it was blocking her intestines, and so she had to have surgery. And that's when they called my husband and they were like, Oh yeah, we think it's pantyhose. <laughs> And I'm like, pantyhose? I don't even wear pantyhose. And then I'm like, oh, no. That's my big pregnancy underwear. <laughs> it's just really big underpants. Yeah. And they're like, no, it's way too big to be underwear. And I was like, I am nine months pregnant. I promise you. It's underwear. And they gave it to us. Frozen. Why keep it? We thought it. Just to prove that it was my underwear. <laughs> I had a I had a point to prove. I'm like, run that bitch under hot water. I'm going to show her <laughs> that it's my underwear because that matters right now. Just to make her feel bad. Yeah. These underpants can't be big and it's fine. Oh, I sent them back to her. <laughs> I did not. Uh, okay. Back to the sad stuff. Yeah. Another Santa Fe. This is Audrey Kaplan. This is July 30th, 2014. She's 75 years old. They're also old. Uh, that's, I think, the disability yeah. part or, like, age. Because they were either, like, really old or, like, the other ones were really young. Yeah. Like, of course they're going to pick off the... The weak. Yeah. Mm. Feral people, if you think. Aliens. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> For sure. But all of these people are so, like, in shape and, like, they so were, the, like... She the, was hiking with her husband, like, all the time at 75. The two that you said, neither of them were found, correct? Yes. This is going to be different in this okay. one. But she went hiking with her husband to go mushroom hunting. And just like, I was like, that is so cute. Adorable. I, why does it have to have such a bad turn? Yeah. It makes me upset. Um, So they get separated at some point. And search and rescue is called by the husband. And they scour the area. Like all over. Yeah. Um, After searching for days, then on August 4th, a searcher, like, far away from where i think they said it was like miles away yeah finds what looks like a destroyed camp area like someone had set up camp near a creek and as he gets closer he sees the body of a woman completely naked in the fetal position they show the picture so they blur out a lot of it but yeah i was just like oh my god it's just sad to, when you see a human adult person yeah in the fetal position that's yep. always like um but she's laying with her head in the shallow creek, like she's immersed in the creek area, but yeah. it's shallow, so it's but her head is in it. And this was what the man who does the Daniel, uh -huh. he said he found this very interesting when he looked up the autopsy report. This is a quote: "It was found to be hypothermia, is what." And it says, although there are no specific autopsy findings to indicate hypothermia, the circumstances of Mrs. Kaplan's death and lack of fatal disease at autopsy support cold temperature due to very low, cold exposure due to very low temperature at night. So they're like, even though 
we can't find anything on her body that makes us think that it's hypothermia. We're going to rule it hypothermia because yeah. obviously they also said there's no indication that she drowned because her body was not in water. But if you look at the like crime scene photo or like, the photos, yeah. she's in the water. But they must not have had seen anything, anything in, in the lungs or anything, yeah. right? But then how did she die? I, I don't know. Aliens. That's the thing. There was no unknown cause. Well, yeah, and like because they're not finding any like blunt force trauma or anything Nothing like on that. These people. The only thing I could imagine that could take someone down and then place them down gently enough to not even find anything is aliens. And again, how weird that like there's no animals have not gotten to them at all. It is a yeah. wildlife park since there's a lot of animals and you yeah. have nuts. They didn't get to her at all. It's just that is so bizarre to me. Yes. If it was with the young kids, mm-hmm. the big thing was they thought bears or mountain lions or bobcats or something is grabbing right. these kids and taking them. There is never any blood that is found. A couple of times they found clothing items. This one little boy was three. Oh, it's terrible. But they found his shoes no blood, no dirt. Like, they look clean. And so they, they're they saying that a mountain lion dragged him up the hill. They're like, if a mountain lion dragged him up the hill, oh, there would be dirt dirty. on his... Yeah. yeah. And blood. Yeah. There was no blood. His pants were removed and inside out. So... But I don't think they ever found his body. That's Maybe so... they found his skull. What? Yeah. But, okay, like, later I definitely on. don't want to know more about that. <laughs> I know. It's very sad. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, his clothes were just, like, laying there beside it. And, like, again, he's like, a mountain, this is the dad that's talking, mm-hmm. but he's like, a mountain lion does not take off your pants like a, a human yeah. or a person would and have them laying beside you inside out. Right. But, I don't know, that could be feral people. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Very weird. The next person is Stanley Vigil. Again, Santa Fe area. Yeah. This is November 7th, 2017. He's 54 years old. This one is crazy. This is in Barilla's Peak. This one freaks me out, I think, the most. It was the one they talked about kind of the least. But the way that it is is almost like you could see it happen in, like, a scary movie. So he's driving a dirt road down Brilla's Peak with his dad and a friend. Mm -hmm. Um, They're looking for deer. Okay. And I don't know. I guess they're just hunting and they're just going to jump out if they see them. So deer jumps in front of them and he gets out with his gun to chase it. I don't. I don't. That sounds like the craziest. <laughs> it's just what they form do for of hunting. Fun. I don't ever. know. <laughs> Very active hunting. Yeah. I mean, I would like that. That would be my kind of hunting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Better than sitting up and waiting for them to come to me. I'd yeah. be like, I'll come to you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but here's what's so as he's chasing the deer, literally simultaneously, fog and heavy, heavy rain hit that area exactly where he's at. So he runs like into the fog. Mm-hmm. And then he's never, it's, he's never seen again. What? Yeah. Aliens. Aliens. <laughs> Thank you. They call because he doesn't come out right away. They go and look for him. They call, they're calling his name. They can't find him. So they call search and rescue. Um, they get dogs. They get helicopters, the whole nine. They search the entire area for seven days. Mm-hmm. Seven days. Five months later, an off-duty police officer and his son are fishing when they find a body. This is on April 7th, 2018. Mm-hmm. Like near the creek, I guess, where they're fishing. And it's Stanley. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a couple skull injuries and two broken ribs. 
but that's it. Yeah. And his body was found nine miles away from where he was last seen. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And, like, he didn't, like, float the whole way there. Yeah. So how did he get that far? He walked the whole nine miles? Was he looking for... Well, there's no way he walked nine miles. That's what I said. I feel so, like there would be more injuries. I not his where he was last seen. Gotcha. Yeah. So he would have had to have gotten to the creek, and it's like a straight line. So straight hmm. to the creek. Yeah. From here, here. Yeah. So he didn't walk to it, is what you're saying? I don't know. Nine miles, but it why was nine miles from where he was to the creek? Yes. Oh, no. Right. No way. Right. For seven days, they looked in that whole area and didn't see him at all. Yeah. Aliens. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So that's all I have for Stanley. They didn't really give me a lot for that one, but I was like, just the cinematic, like him running into the fog and then he's gone. Yeah. What? So absolutely terrifying. This next one is the craziest one. And I highly recommend if you want the whole like picture of it to watch the documentary because I will not do it justice. There's so much to it. Yeah. This one, this is Aaron Hedges and he, um, this is in the crazy mountains, which is the Northern Rocky mountains in Montana on September 7th, 2014, he goes missing, but okay. He's a 38 year old hunter and him and his friends decide to go up in these mountains to go hunting. Okay. Week long trip. They're planning. Like this is like a thing they set off. They're like, we're going to go. They brought two horses and a mule. They packed all their stuff, and they're like, they're like freaking pioneering this shit. Yeah. Um, they were all experienced hunters. Aaron had been up that in those mountains for so many. If you're packing horses and a mule, like you know what you're doing. (laughs) No one is just like playing hunter and like packing fucking animals. Exactly. So he, they know the trails. They know the area. They know like what to expect. They have all of these uh, things that they need. A GPS locator. All of this. They're good to go. Okay, so one of their horses gets spooked um, and toss a bunch of their equipment. So they, they lose some gear there. Yeah. But all is fine. You know, they collect what they can. And they go and find the place that they normally camp, which is by this big lake that's around there. So they're going to a place that they're familiar with already. Yes, very okay. much so. Um, and there's trails. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a creek that leads alongside the trails. So, like, even if you would get lost, if you just follow the creek, you'll find your way. Right. That's what they kept saying. And especially somebody who knows their way should know this. So, um, this one is so bizarre, though. Okay, so they go on September 3rd. On September, I think, 5th or 6th, he goes out. They all go their separate ways to get, like, you know, and then they're going to meet up later. Right. That's how hunting works. I would never want to be separated. No, <laughs> I'd me I'd be neither. like, buddy, do you want to go with me? And, yeah. like, buddy up. Buddy system. You yeah. were taught that from the jump. But then I would talk the whole time, and the person would be like, shut up. <laughs> if you talk. I don't want to be her buddy. <laughs> yeah. Then they know where you are. Whatever. So it, he never comes back, September 6th. So they search for him around the area the whole day. Mm-hmm. He never comes back September 6th that night. So the next day they call on their thing for search and rescue to come in and start looking for him. And they do. Um, But unfortunately, around that time, they're hit with like a blizzard type snowstorm. Because again, they're like Mm. in the Rocky Mountains. Yeah. And so search and rescue are called. They begin searching. They're they're in six to eight inches of snow at this point on on Rocky Mountains. Like the terrain is 
treacherous. Yeah. Yes. And they're losing time because every bit of snow is now erasing yep. clues. They can't find any footprints in the snow, which, like, if you're looking for them, right? Um, but eventually, a woman with a German shepherd, this is days later after now the snow mm-hmm. has melted, She, her German shepherd finds a pair of boots underneath a tree. And there's, like, boots, a little water pack thing, something where, like, it looked like a fire had been set up, mm-hmm. and straps from his backpack had been cut off. Hmm. So maybe it started getting heavy. So they're thinking maybe hypothermia because, right. you know, they're starting to Because that's things. what they just say. Because, well, yeah. Yeah. They're like, we and don't know. I don't know. Snow. Yep. But they're like, why else would he take it? They're like, you can't walk this far on these with no hiking boots. Like, it is rocky. Right. So then they they start, they're like, we're going to locate or we're going to make our search party this Around area. this area. Right. Because he couldn't have gotten far, especially if right. he doesn't have shoes, especially if he's hypothermic. Right. They narrow the search. They keep going. Um, officially, they have to end the search on September 22nd. They yeah. have not found him anywhere. And again, they're all confused because they're like, even if he got lost, he would have known just he was there next to where right. the water was. Follow he knows. The water. Yes. Yeah. Um, unless I guess if with hypothermia, maybe you were whatever, Confused, yeah. but this is where it gets weird. So nine months later mm-hmm. on June 22nd, there are a couple houses that like live right off the side of the Rockies mm-hmm. or like the crazies. And, um, a man who lives there, they interview him and his dad, they're fixing their fences. They do it every year, whatever, yep. go out, fix fence posts and, he sees like an orange something in the trees up far yeah. up there. So his dad goes up. There's a backpack sitting there. In the tree? Leaning up against the tree. Like somebody had set it there. Yeah. He looks inside of it. There's food. There's um, a drink canister a couple feet away that has been opened and poured into. Like someone just sat down and drank some tea. Uh-huh. You can see the buildings yeah. from here. Um, the backpack had the idea. It was Aaron Hedge's backpack. Um, again, food, water, a gun, and his bow were all in his backpack. This is another thing. If he had hypothermia, how his bow, like, that's the heaviest thing on him. Why yeah. wouldn't he shed that first? Because yeah. you still have a gun. Right. So, <laughs> it's so bizarre. Because they find the thermos. Because they're saying it's probably not him. Well, that someone had his stuff. I don't. They don't know because they're like, if he was here, taking a drink, why wouldn't he go down? To, there's houses in a road right there. Right. Like, why wouldn't you go down? But no. They don't find anything until a year later on August 16th. A human skull is found. This is like miles again down the road. Yeah. Under a dead tree, the skull. In the pelvic bone and a femurs, they never find his feet. What? Right. So how did he lose his feet? Yeah. And if he did, like, how did he get there? Yeah. Um, it's 11 miles from his original location and six miles from where his boots are, were found. So Whoa. we walked six miles on bare feet. Yeah. In the snow? In the snow. And didn't get for, I mean, maybe that's where his feet went, but yeah. <laughs> you would think you would at least find something. Yeah. Um, and it's close to where his backpack was found. Again, in like a, a residential area. So why? But also, if his backpack was found there and there was food and, and like the, 
you would think nine months later that it wouldn't be in like pristine condition. Right. Right. Or even recognizable, really. Yeah. And it was. And All they that probably, weather and everything. Yeah, they probably wouldn't be next to each other. If, you know what I mean? And like the thermos was open. Like it had just happened almost. Yeah. Nine months later. Wonder if the tea was still hot. <laughs> they didn't say. Um, what a thing to wonder. I know. So then we get to this part. And it's these three men and they're talking about how they always go. I don't know where this area is. They don't. They call it Sierra Camp. And I was like, what up? <laughs> but it's not spelled the same. It's spelled with an S. Annoying. Yeah. Uh, and they don't want to give the location of where it is because they don't want a Isn't bunch Sierra of people Nevada? going there. It's just called Sierra Camp, but I don't know if that's where it's at. I have a clue. I think it's in <laughs> We're going to look it up. Um, Someone's going to be like, it's not Nevada, you fool. <laughs> but they're on this documentary because they're like, we have a crazy story to tell you. So they used to go to this one secluded spot and they were like, every time we went, we got deer. Every single time. Mm -hmm. Like, they were so plentiful, and this was not a spot that hunters were. Yeah. It was, like... Their secret spot. Yes. That we would go there, and we would, and they had a little shelter that they had right in this cluster of trees, and they would, like, live in the shelter for the yeah. week or whatever they were. But they were, like, we used to hear odd noises after nightfall when we would go in there um, for years that they were doing it so eventually this is in the 70s so the audio recording i'm going to play you guys the audio recording mm -hmm. of what they heard <laughs> and this is in the documentary yes yeah okay um the decibels are louder than any human could make like higher pitched and louder they Ooh. said the creature that made them had to be at least over seven feet tall what yes um I'm going to have nightmares. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry for what you're about to hear. There is a part where the hunters are trying to imitate it, so if it sounds a little weird. That's why. I'm going to need to put Sophia Bush on as soon as we're done with this. Okay. <laughs> Please. Please do. She's so calming. I know. If, if Velvet was a sound, it would be her voice. It would her be voice. her voice. My God. Seriously. So, okay. We're going to play it. Um, by the way, how I know that, because Corey was like, how do you know that, that, whatever. And I was like, scientist, Corey. Don't yeah. fucking. <laughs> See, they had it, like analyze yeah. but the reason why they don't want to disclose where it's at is because they didn't want a bunch of people going yeah. there and try to like everyone it. was going to storm area 51 <laughs> yes so i'm going to hope that an ad doesn't play okay ready it sounds just like dogs at first but then it sounds like a moose that's the hunters That's 
it like switches to like a human voice. I'm sorry. <laughs> why are you taunting it? Literally, I was like, why are they mimicking the noises? The whole time I'm freaking out. Yeah. But yeah, and then they said they would hear things. It would make sounds like doors slamming, which they're like, there's no cars out here. Yeah. But how is it making these? And then it sounded like trash can lids. And I was like, that's Tarzan. <laughs> for sure. Phil <laughs> Collins is there. in the woods. <laughs> but like, it sounds like it could be dogs and then maybe monkeys. And then there's like a human element to it. But it's one animal. It's mimicking two, yes. familiar sounds yes. to be pretend to be something else yes weird aliens right yeah <laughs> yeah so i had to why that is that not the theory i don't know if because of that because then after that there was another woman who uh-huh. was up in a tree blind this was in lima ohio by the way yikes she's up in her tree blind and she's like i'm just like chilling up there and then all of a sudden i see this like it almost looks like what you you if you look through saran wrap uh-huh and it floats through the trees and makes like a shape, and then it's gone. And she said at the exact same time, her grandson was a couple like miles down the way, yeah, playing at the band. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was open; they were having band practice or whatever. Yeah. And they looked up, and there was like a white light in the sky that was moving across. What? And everybody, thirty kids, saw it. Listen. <laughs> So I'm not saying it's aliens, but I'm also not saying it's feral people. Yeah. So I'm sorry to debunk you guys. I mean, maybe there's more. I really couldn't find anything. Yeah, I googled feral lead. people. Yeah. It, it didn't lead me anywhere but aliens. Yeah. <laughs> so- and maybe there are, but also could be. There was also a, a Bigfoot Yeti kind of feel yeah. that they were kind of like maybe it's that, which maybe. But mm, I feel like Bigfoot or Yeti is like so tired at yeah. this point. They're like, I can't stay hidden for that much longer. Yeah. You guys are all up in my parks. Yeah. And like breeding, it's just one. You're yeah, telling yeah, yeah. me it's just one. For this many years? Yeah. No. No. They have to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Where are their kids? <laughs> By the way, one of Corey's. Debunked. <laughs> one of Corey's mom's friends. I saw her today. She's like, I listened to your podcast and it was like, sex, sex, sex. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my god, that was like on one episode. It was one time. <laughs> you listened to the one where we were talking about fucking. I was like, I swear to God, just go like ten minutes further, and I swear you won't hear anything. <laughs> yeah, it's more about It'll poop. Be poop, poop, poop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're welcome if you're listening to this one, Sue. <laughs> oh my gosh, Susan's friend's name is Sue. Yeah, she's got it. A- <laughs> one of them has to change. <laughs> yeah. We got a real Winston Winston situation. <laughs> Who's gonna be Schmidt? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, if you guys thought that it was feral people, I want to know. Yeah. D- have we convinced you it's aliens? And also convince me that it's feral people. <laughs> yeah. You, did you just become that guy in that meme who's like, convince me? It's yeah. yeah. I want to, I want you guys to tell me why you think it's feral people. Because on TikToks they're like, there's feral people in parks. Blah. That's all it would say. Yeah. And I'm like convince me i need yeah. facts i'm a factual person right and the facts are it's aliens <laughs> um i bet netflix is just a month from having a full documentary about feral people with actual interviews from feral people <laughs> for sure <laughs> absolutely yeah that's speaking what I think. of netflix i need you to do something with me for the next time okay and that's we need to watch the new circle 
<gasps> yes. yes. I'm so excited. Yeah. I might watch it tonight. because Is I'm it like, up already? Yes. Oh, There's yeah. only like four episodes I think they're going to come out. Oh, like, cool, cool, cool. But uh, Corey's brother told me today, he's like, dude, it's already better than the last season. I'm like, I doubt it, but <gasps> yeah. oh, I can't wait. Um, so we apparently have to go watch The Circle. But actually... For real, for real, what we have to do is record our bonus episode. <gasps> Yay! So if you guys aren't um, subscribed on Red Circle for our bonus content, uh, we linked it in our Instagram. Um, and don't please don't feel obligated. We're just doing. You this know, is just like if you want a little bit more. Yeah, we're um, giving you more. It's five dollars a month, which again we know is not feasible um, for everyone, and that we totally respect. No problem. That. Yeah, don't do it if you don't have it. Um, or you don't feel like spending it there. <laughs> spend <laughs> no your money pressure. how you want to spend your money. Um, but we're going to go record uh, an Assumptions so that Yay. we'll be out on there shortly. I don't know when. Yeah. This week for sure. Yeah. For certain, this, this week. week. <laughs> okay. Um, thank you guys. That's that on not feral people, <laughs> but aliens. Yep. So uh, we'll see you next week. All right. We're out. Goodbye. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because yeah, the charcoal mess. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed.